pushing buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny, episode 254. Today I'm going to chat with Ben Turpak from Skillset Magazine, discuss UPS changing the rules on what can be shipped, highlight news about 30 Super Carry, and talk about a new whiskey you may not believe. I'm your host, Ava Flanell. Ben, how's it going? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me here. What episode is it? 250 what? 254, bro. Oh my God. Congratulations on making it 254 episodes. Is that straight episodes or does that count like bonus episodes, mm. Patreon episodes? Uh, like- no, that's like pretty much straight episodes. That's like five years of my life right there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because you do you do like, uh, like shout out episodes or something too, or like no dude that's so just straight just yeah. straight yeah so, i mean God, unless you're thinking about you're probably thinking about my only fans we don't talk about that on this show oh oh i got it mixed up i'm sorry I'm no sorry. i'm just kidding if, if anyone's listening i do not have an only fans don't get excited <laughs> <laughs> well you may but it may not be you dude maybe someone using your <laughs> oh my gosh you have no idea it's like every week i'm like hey guys can you report this account they're using my name in pictures and i'm pretty sure that that's ultimately what they're trying to do is like start an only fans but you never have to worry about this stuff if you're a guy that looks like me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you never know. There's probably some pretty desperate women out there. <laughs> it, it would be a pretty obvious Photoshop job if someone tried to steal Oh, yeah. I get it. All right. Before we start getting into things, I'm going to talk about Smith & Wesson real quick. This past weekend at DCF Guns, we had our Liberty Fest, which this is the first time that I've experienced it. I've only been with DCF Guns for a month now. If you guys haven't heard, um, I became one of the partners and three different locations. They have gun range, gun store, training facility, all that good stuff. But anyways, I was on the floor and I was selling guns. I mean, it was kind of like all hands on deck. And it was kind of cool to, you know, kind of be on the floor, sort of helping people with what they're looking for. But there was this woman that came in and she had a Springfield XDS and she was like, yeah, it malfunctioned. I freaked out. I couldn't rack the slide back to clear the malfunction. And it just made me realize that I needed to get something else. And I was like, oh, well, have you checked out the Smith & Wesson Easy? And so I, you know, showed her how the magazine works. You know, when you load it, it has little tabs on the side, super easy to load for anyone. And then I was like, yeah, try out the slide. Like to date, there's no other manufacturer that's even come close to designing a pistol where the slide racks that freaking easy. And so sure enough, I, I actually sold like quite a few. It was like, for some reason, all the older women were you know, coming my way. And and I was just like, Oh, here, here's this gun. Not to say that it's like a granny gun. Cause I have like five of them, but it's just so easy to manipulate that it's just an easy sell. If you guys know anybody who is struggling with racking the slide, loading the magazine, recoil all of that good stuff, I would definitely recommend that they check out the Smith and Wesson easy. It comes in the performance center edition or just the regular one. But I think either way, you're not going to be unhappy with your purchase. If you want to check out more about that, head on over to smith-wesson.com. Learn the things you never knew on Deconstructing the Industry.
Ben, it's been a while. Apparently, my editor said the last time I had you on was episode 116. Hmm. So you're saying what happened was ah, enough time has gone by where you like you came to your senses and you're like, all right, we'll give him another shot. Bring yeah. Him yeah. We're yeah, like, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's learned learned some things in the past. What? 130 <laughs> episodes. <laughs> I've been taking notes and things not to say. <laughs> yeah. So I decided to have you back on. Uh, uh, sorry about the ratings dip. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so for people who aren't familiar with who you are or Skillset Magazine, just give us a rundown. Uh, yeah, I can do that. Why not? Skillset Magazine, man, are we year six now? We are year like six now. That's crazy. When we first started Skillset Magazine, we were just like pretty much every other American. We would go to the shelves, right? We would go to the store, the bookstore. You'd look for your favorite kind of like gun mags, car mags. You know, typically that's kind of thrown in the guy stuff category, but it's just cool people kind of category stuff to me. Mm-hmm. And Everything that was on the shelf wasn't really a reflection of us. If you picked up a gun magazine, like, yeah, that's cool. It's pretty much guns. But then the void was kind of just like this huge hole of like, where's the cars or where's the crazy James Bond gadgets or where's the funny toilet humor? So we decided we were going to start a magazine. And uh, six short years later, uh, here we are, skill set. We've somehow managed to survive all the censoring and cancel culture that's going on (laughs) in the world and still managed to put out politically incorrect content <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's heavily toilet humored and uh supports and uh basically um highlights our two-way freedoms in this country that we're so lucky and fortunate to have because if you check around the map and the news there's a lot of countries in the world that wish we had the freedoms that we mostly take for granted as american citizens so we're trying to change all that by spreading the great word <laughs> yeah absolutely and so skill set has evolved a little bit especially like in the past year right yeah this year has been a little bit of a change and some of it has to do with that world we mentioned now like everything in life yourself uh included by the way congratulations on this new uh venture of yours becoming a partner in a gun shop that's fantastic thank you <laughs> thank you and, and and you know that's kind of life you're always changing and you're always evolving and most of us that that rock this alpha lifestyle moniker we give ourselves we tend to not sit idle. We always tend to bite off more than we could chew yourself included, Ava. Mm-hmm. We tend to, we tend to like, well, what if I do this? Let's try it. Right. Yeah. And this be the case with skill set. With skill set, we're kind of year six, like I mentioned. And it was kind of like this evolution of the world had changed. And there were some things that we kind of didn't do well, in my opinion. And one of those was kind of our digital presence. We kind of got away from our roots of being boots on the ground and we weren't really going out attending shows anymore. We weren't really doing a lot of stuff. We we kind of got caught up in the minutia of the day-to-day operations of growing from a 7,000 print run circulation magazine mm-hmm. distribution-wise mm-hmm. to like 140,000 within three years. Dang. And that was that was very fast growth. It was like that old saying, drinking through a water hose, you know? Yeah. Like you're kind of keeping your head here and- Every social media platform has a changing algorithm you're trying to learn. And as an old guy already, that's already a challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh so hard on that one. (laughs) No, it's totally true. And then, and then like early on to bridge the gap, we never made it to episode 254. At least I don't think so. I don't even remember. We created this podcast that took on a life of its own, you know, in the course of growing this magazine brand. And we never really just kind of dialed in and focused what skill set the brand was outside of just trying to get the word out about the print magazine. Mm -hmm. Because first and foremost, 
everybody's like, oh, it must be tough for you guys. You have a print magazine. And I like to remind people that we're pretty young in the print magazine world, right? Like we started the print magazine when the term print was already dead, was a household name and kind of a joke. So (laughs) that's not really an issue. We've always kind of been fighting to stay alive. But some of the new challenges that we faced were much like the challenges that everybody else faced in the past two years, censorship, cancel culture, supply and demand. You're making a print magazine and you're trying to print 140,000 issues. That means you need paper. That means you need ink. Mm -hmm. And those are things that the average reader don't really take into consideration when they go to the newsstand and go, hey, I'm at Barnes & Noble. Where's my magazine? Yeah, yeah. Because then the pecking order thing, much like you know in your world, right? Because you're a little bit more in the firearms world. You understand that if this company needs, you know, let's say this amount of Cerakote for their new weapon, right? They're probably going to get it before the guy that's just making 10 firearms down the road. And Mm -hmm. that's how it works in the magazine industry. There's a pecking order. And it goes like People Magazine. And then it goes to like Swimsuit Issues. And then it goes to like Firearms Magazines. And then it goes to like skill set, who's primarily known for uh, freedom and toilet humor. Right. (laughs) So that became a challenge in itself. And with that evolves this change that we're getting to in a very long question. So (laughs) for me, that meant let's focus on getting back on the ground. Let's let's get rid of the podcast because we don't it's not really necessary in 2022 for for us to have a podcast. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy there, buddy. Well, here's what happened. Here's what happened to us. Here's what happened to us. And I'll set this up in a very nice, non-offensive manner. In the beginning with Skillset, it was a very nice tool that we were able to kind of get a little bit deeper to the pages you would find inside of magazines to the guests, right? Yeah. And, and then what happened, like you look back and like just a year ago, everybody you're having on now has a podcast of their own. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's like, why are we doing this again? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I've always joked. I'm like, it's like the, the you know, the back tattoo, the tramp stamp of, of yeah. you know. Yeah. And you and I have even discussed it before, but, but for skill set, it just really didn't make sense. Yeah. We started off, we started off as a brand focusing on firearms, freedom, and the fun loving way of America. Right. And we should really keep our focus there and kind of, all right, let's get out of this lane. Let's get our digital up to speed because digital, like I'll admit it, our website presence, it was abysmal. Mm-hmm. We um we weren't web developers. We didn't know what we were doing. We could make a great magazine and it just kind of carried over into digital. We're like, oh yeah, just throw some stuff up there. But this year, instead, what we've done is go out and get some wonderful people to work behind the scenes that understand what having a good website means, that understands that SEO and Google and focus key phrase and all that stuff is important, that understand that having new daily content is important and not just regurgitating the same stuff from your print magazine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that's the common misconception with skill set now is a lot of our readers don't understand there's a web version. And a lot of our people that only know us from the web kind of are like, wow, you guys make a print mag too? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then along with that change, along with that change, we also decided, you know what? <laughs> Wait, I'm laughing because my You're dog, good. my dog is, that. no, this isn't me. This is my dog. <laughs> I'm not over here like hacking hairballs. It's beaches. <laughs> so I'm like, cool. Listeners probably think that's me over here. Like, <laughs> sorry to cut you off. I had to just, no, I had to state good. that though. So guys, if you're listening, that was not me. It was peaches. <laughs> Gotta oh, love the dogs. Funny. How is the pup doing, by the way? Let's change gears real fast. Uh, she's Pup's doing good. Yeah, she's doing well. She's not a teacup like the Mexicans at the Home Depot 
parking lot told me when I bought her. Oh, <laughs> uh, she got, she's getting larger now. She's yeah, growing. she's more like a tea set, you know, no big deal. She's Okay, she's, gotcha. Because I only, I only get to see the cute little pup when Instagram allows me. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's, I mean, but she's so freaking lovable and just, she's super cute. I definitely already love her. You know, she's now seven months and she's like five and a half pounds and growing. Oh, and she's so cool. Oh, actually, this is kind of funny. So I recently... You ever like, I don't know, they're not really that clear on the dog food bag as to how much you need to feed your dog. So it's like, oh, okay, like five pounds, you know, (laughs) one cup. So I thought it was like one cup per serving, not one cup per day. So I think that's also why she's gaining weight so rapidly because I was feeding her one cup three times a day. I feel like the people who put those instructions on like pet food bags are the same people that put the instructions on like cold medicine. Yeah, I never know how much to take, so I just fill the cup. Dude, like, have you? Cups should do it. I know there's all these like warning labels, but you can never figure out the directions. Yeah. Notice how that's like super hard to find. Yeah, yeah. But everything it's else, it's almost like it's almost like toilet paper math. Somehow nine rules equals like fourteen, but, <laughs> yes. but fourteen is like twenty-eight super rules. Or yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So I didn't mean to cut you off. You're but... totally good. All right. So, um, but now you guys have joined forces with Ballistic Mag, correct? Right. And this is kind of the thing, right? That a lot of people kind of and it, boy, this message. I should thank you. I should stop the show right here and be like, thank you so much for having me on <laughs> to help get the word of skill sets evolution out because for some reason it's been really hard to get this message across. It's like, you would think I was doing toilet paper bath or cold food medicine, here. <laughs> right? but it's really simple. And like five times a day, this is my inbox or my emails for my poor, wonderful ladies that have to answer all these emails. Thank you. Yeah. I know you're listening. It's, Hey, what happened to skill set? Like it, it's ballistic now. And it's like, it's pretty simple. Let me make this easy for you. It's like you take skill set magazine and you cut it down to like 30 pages, like no ads. Like imagine if you took all that ma- ads out of your favorite magazine and you just got the material. Now stick that <laughs> inside a ballistic and boom, there you go. That's skill set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in a nutshell, think of us as an insert or a section inside of ballistic now. And there's a couple of good reasons for doing this. One, the cost of print is expensive, like 140,000 issues. Like go ahead and hit your like local fast ready copy up and see what that's going to cost you to print 128 page magazine at 140,000 issues. It's a tremendous check to write four times a year. Trust me. (laughs) So that frees up a lot of capital now to where we can go out, we can do shows, right? We can get some boots on the ground. We can take some trips somewhere. We can sponsor some events, things that we necessarily weren't able to do just a year ago. The flip side of that is I can now like, employ more writers, more contributors, more photographers, more videographers to build the website content and give you like, you know, a lot of new stuff, give the reader, give the, give the average skill set follower a lot more content five days a week on the website, Mm -hmm. because now I have a budget that allows me to do all these things. Yeah. So it frees up a lot of capital, which as you know, as a business owner yourself, sometimes, you know, you just got to try different things and see where it goes. Yeah. So, So I think this year for sure, it was definitely the right call for us. The added bonus to that, you know, and this this comes from an editorial director's standpoint, is now it's like, I almost feel like you're getting double the content or more content for the same price because you're getting two magazines for the price of one, essentially. Mm-hmm. So that's a win if you're still in the print bags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And how often does the magazine come out now? That's another bonus. And I'm glad you asked because this is another thing that people like just seem to overlook. 
In the past, we recorded Lee, we were four times a year. Now we're five times a year. So it's like, nice. look, little bonus, little yeah. extra, little extra something. I say like, now ballistic is six, but they do a ballistic best issue, which is pretty much like all their awards of all the awesome stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so we won't be in that one, which is nice. I could take a little break and yeah. go out and hit some shows, you know, see some people. But uh, five times a year. So you're getting it one more time a year and you're getting it five days a week on the web. Kind of cool. Very nice. I'm going to take a quick break real quick. Talk about primary arms. Primary arms has several new halls and optics that you should check out. The AEMS Core 2 is an enclosed emitter 2MOA red dot designed for maximum durability, has a huge field of view and includes a one-third co-witness mount for irons. It has super bright LEDs, shake awake, so you have a full 50,000 hours of battery life on a standard 2032 battery. And they have them in red for $299 and green for $314. You can also get the AEMS circle dot, which has a 2 MOA dot and 65 MOA circle and includes flip down clear lens covers for $399 in red and $429 in green. And yep, Peaches is just making her presence known right now. <laughs> She's literally biting my hand as I'm trying to read this. And I'm like, okay, try not to cry because <laughs> those baby teeth are no joke. Anyways, guys, the code has changed. The code now is gun funny. It's no longer Ava. And if you use the word gun funny, all one word, you're going to get a free cleaning kit with every primary arms optic that you buy. And that is at primaryarms.com. Ben, let's talk about some of the places that you guys have been. Like, what are some of the events now that you're able to have more boots on the ground? Sure. Just this year alone, like things have already changed with me where I started out by, I think it was way back, Overland Expo. Okay. Started off in Overland Expo. Now, as a person, I've attended Overland Expo. I think this was my 12th time. Dang. But for the, for the magazine, we've never featured it. We've It's kind of been a dirty word. We've done some fun apocalyptic builds that even graced our cover once. Mm-hmm. But we never really kind of got into the world of Overland, and I figured it was time to change that. So, <laughs> Yeah, so that's, over, oh, that's one of those Expo. things that actually just kind of explain what it is real quick, because I only found out what it was like in the last two years. Yeah. So Overland Expo, to keep it really short and simple, is basically what all of us have done in our life. It's called car camping, right? If you've ever enjoyed the wonderful state of Colorado, Ava, I know where you live, right? Yeah. Then you have been familiar with you and maybe your girlfriend are going to go on a hike and you decide to spend the night and you realize, man, it kind of sucks sleeping in this little Subaru. (laughs) And wouldn't it be great if we had this rad rooftop tent up on top where we could stretch our legs and sleep under the stars? And be up off the ground and maybe not freezing or just get a better view or be closer to the bears so they can pull us out of the trees and eat us. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The jury's out on rooftop tents. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's kind of it. It's it, Overland Expo itself is really this neat thing, which I'll, man, you should have never asked this. I could go all day. It, it, it's an industry in itself that we have just seen explode in the past decade. It went from just kind of your off-road kind of crowd who liked to camp. To everybody who's a prepper, survivalist, outdoorsman, hunter, this whole industry emerged because now you were able to use your vehicle in a capacity or a state that was maybe a little bit more open to like, say, a guy like you, right? Mm -hmm. You have more creature comforts that make it easier to stay outdoors or off grid a little bit longer, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, So that's that's Overland Expo. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. And then what else have you gone to? 
And then from there, we can go to like, I know this is going to get weird, but here we go. We go to Comic-Con because because if you're a reader of skill set, yeah. you know, you got to go to Comic-Con and don't tell me you're not into comics and all that stuff. How many comic book movies do they make over the past 20 years? Thanks to Disney acquiring the Marvel Universe. Everybody likes to bag on it and say like, oh, listen, it's for liberals and it's for leftists. And it's for well. Every movie that comes out every week in America seems to break the box office record. I'm just saying it's kind of like porn. Somebody's watching it. Right. <laughs> Somebody's watching it. And I'm sure it's not all leftists. Yeah. <laughs> so we did that. And then Blade Show. Believe it or not, Blade Show, we're very knife heavy magazine in um, skill set. And we've never taken a trip to a knife show. Other than like, you know, you go to a local gun show and there's some knives there or maybe like a, lo a local knife show at the VFW Hall and there's knives there. Mm -hmm. But we haven't gone to the granddaddy of them all, Blade Show in Atlanta. And so I figured that was kind of the best way to kick it off was go there and have a great time. Nice. That is one show that I really want to go to. But I Blade think Show is fantastic. That's what I've heard. I've heard like everyone's like really cool. There's no egos. It's not as like egotistical as like, you know, oh, shot oh show. God. There's no act, no ego at all. Matter yeah. of fact, uh, I have a video up on the website. And one of the things that I talk about whenever anybody asks me or like I'm on shows like this, I will speak the volumes about how like it is so neat, whether you're a novice or a master bladesmith or just an aspiring fan like myself, who's like, it's sharp and shiny. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody just kind of hangs out and breaks bread and laughs and the people are really more the focus of blade show than like you know where gun shows can kind of be a little bit like egotistical it's yeah. kind of more about like me 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 and you know like look at this widget look at this widget my widget's better than yours for x y and z at the blade show like event it was a really different crowd like it was it was a lot of fun very welcoming hmm. Yeah, I have to make an effort to make it to the next show. They got one, what, coming up in October in Salt Lake City, I think. Okay. I think Blade Show West. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I know, I'd really like to go, but there's so many things happening in October. It's not That's funny. what I was literally just thinking. I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to put my foot in my mouth because I don't know if I'm going to be free. <laughs> October is crazy nuts for yeah. me on some personal reasons and as well as like SEMA's going to be attending a... Or a uh, uh, skill set's going to be attending SEMA this year. Oh, nice. And that's another, that's another that's, big first. Yeah. Course. And I was going to say, that's another show that I have never attended that I want to. Oh, you know what, though? I might be attending Sturgis. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's on my radar for September. But that's, again, that's a personal thing. So if you're there, I'll see you there. I'll, Maybe I should do something for skill set. Yeah. So I'll be there in <laughs> August. Yeah, it's August. That's right. That's right. Yeah, maybe you should actually, because so this is like really interesting and I, I'm still trying to, you know, talk over details. So it's not set in stone if I'm going or not, but a company asked, you know, they'd fly me out there and have me record a podcast live and just kind of, you know, do some, some content creation around it. But what's really weird to me, so it would be, I'd be going to Buffalo Chip and I right. guess there's, there's different little areas of Sturgis. And yes, yes, I, yes. I like looked at just like a whole city. You got yeah, it, right? yeah. Yeah. And so I looked at the map and literally on the same property. So there's the bikini bar. There's That's the right. concert venue where they're going to have like Snoop Dogg and Kid Rock. And Correct. then there's a gun range. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's Sturgis. Yeah. And I'm like, that's that's interesting. <laughs> like, how are we supposed to know if these people have been drinking or not? I mean, I'm sure that they obviously are taking precaution, you know, marking their hands, whatever. But the range part is from like 7.30 a.m. until 3 p.m. 
And then after that, so I'm, I'm assuming maybe people are going to be sober-ish in the morning. And then that's why they cut it off at 3 p.m. because people will probably be trashed by then. But they had all kinds of events like, you know, they had, yeah, sure, your your homemade uh, bikini contest. But they also have the homemade right. mankini contest. And that's I was right. like, okay, not that I'm thinking that any of these guys are going to look great. They're probably going to be like fat and bearded. No offense. Oh, you'd be surprised. This is a very, like, this, Sturgis has jumped the shark at this point. Okay. Like okay. it's a very trendy kind of scene. So yeah. you'd be surprised. All right. All right. Well, now I'm getting even more excited because I'm like, well, sign me up. I need to watch this. <laughs> but well, at least you got, you got invited. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think it's one of those things where I'm like, I would like to see it in my lifetime. I'm sure it's changed and it's gotten more commercialized over time. Yeah. It's not like what it used to be, but I still think that it would be, you know, a pretty fun time. Right. And, you know, that happens with everything when stuff gets successful. Overland Expo and the Overland community is no different. It gets pooed on a lot because people are familiar with it now. It's not what it used to be. I'm sure Blade people would say the same thing, right? Yeah. Like, oh, it's saturated. Blade shows not as cool as you guys are making it sound. Sturgis is one of those things you're absolutely right that you need to experience at least once. As a Harley owner and rider myself, right? Yeah. <laughs> I got offended because like I didn't even get like invited this year. And I found out people within my own organization are doing events there. And I'm like, oh, man. hello. Where's the I'm manager? Like, hello. Yeah. Hello. Guy who actually owns and ride Harleys. Guy who uh, like says on his resume, I had two goals in life to be a trucker or a biker. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should probably go then. Yeah, it's just all, you know how it is for busy people like ourselves. It's yeah. all scheduling conflicts. I know. On a personal level, I plan on being there. But if I have to go somewhere else for work, well, yeah. work is work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get it. I'm going to take another quick break. Talk about Mantis. Have you tried out Mantis at all? I can't say that I have. Okay, so... If you want to become a better shooter, because I know even as an instructor, there's a lot of times where I'm like, I know there's certain things that I need to work on. It's really easy for me to look at somebody who's shooting and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, this is what you're doing wrong and this and that. But like sometimes even watching videos of myself, I don't always know what I'm doing wrong or it's hard to self-diagnose, you know, or self-assess, sure. I guess. And sure. anyway, so that's where I would highly recommend the Mantis X10. I think it's the best out of all the Mantis products. You can use it on a shotgun, a rifle, obviously handgun, even a bow and arrow. And you would just select in the app what you're using, even like the make and the model of the gun, the caliber, and you just do some dry fire drills. Or you could also bring it to the range, attach it to the rail of your handgun or, you know, rifle or whatever and do live fire drills with it. And it tells you exactly what you're doing wrong. And it's a pretty advanced system. Like I've been pretty happy with it. Best of all, uh, you can buy it for $250, which compared to the cost of ammo right now, and then like range time and all that stuff, I mean, it pretty much pays for itself in very few trips to the range. So I'd recommend it. You can check it out at mantisx.com. That is fantastic. I really have to get on that. And you make a great point. Like for 250 bucks, oh, you, there's like no excuse not to be dry fire practicing. And if there's a tool like that available, sign me up. I, I got to look into that. Yeah, right. There I need go. all the help I can get. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else can we talk about? What haven't we highlighted yet? So you also have another like side business and 
I was just recently <laughs> looking at your personal profile on Instagram. This is actually pretty cool. So you make like coffin shelves. Okay. So yeah, that's basically the easiest way to describe it. And this, is where, <laughs> this is where the ratings start to dip and it takes me another episode, hundred episodes to get back. Out of your show. <laughs> I'll keep it short and brief and I won't nerd out too much. I'm a horror freak. I've always been a horror fan. It goes all the way back to being born in Western PA. I like horror movies, right? I just like to be scared. I like blood and guts. I, I, I just, I don't know. There's something about it. So that being said, it kind of like, you know, evolves somehow into this. Yeah. Your, your hobbies, people like us, our hobbies always become our work, right? They always, we can't just be happy, like with an outlet. Oh no, no, no. Right. Ava, we yeah. got to turn this into, uh, we got to monetize this. Yeah, somehow. I know. So, Story so of my I, life. <laughs> I've got a couple of tattoos and I've got a couple of friends that uh, have tattoo shops and uh, they see this shelf that I've made for myself. And they know that I do these elaborate horror things for my yard come Halloween time. And, and they're like, Hey, why don't you make me one of those for the tattoo shop? And they're led lit and they have adjustable shelving and people can put their other knickknacks and displays in them. Whether you're a tattoo shop and you're just looking to put your creepy skulls and you're flashing it, or believe it or not, I have some people that are like stars that have been in this movie who have personal ones in their collection that they put all their set photos from and, you know, like celebrity photos and things like that. And who doesn't want a coffin bookcase in their living room? <laughs> Dude, totally. I mean, I'm, I'm like, what about plants? Maybe, I've, you know, maybe. I've done a plant one. I actually just did one for a kid um, who grows mushrooms in him. He's like, a, I don't know the word for plant scientist guy, but that's what he does for a living. And so I made one like, for a planter so he could grow mushrooms in it. Yeah. Interesting. So you're thinking the word like botanist? I think, but it sounded way more complicated when he told me. Yeah, I'm sure does. there's probably it, a special term for if you're like a mushroom botanist. <laughs> it's like P-H-I-L-O, like phylo something. I don't know. Oh. But I've, I've done those. I've done coffee tables that have glass lids that lift up for people that like their rolling pleasure trays underneath, if you know what I'm getting at there in Colorado. Yeah. I've uh, uh, Yeah, I've done end tables countless times. I've done all different sizes. I actually do EDC dump trays. And I do themed EDCs dump trays. So I've done like John Wick ones with little John Wick Lego figures and like uh, gold coins and, and all that kind of stuff, right? Hmm. Uh, of course, they come with bloody pencils. So I mean, why wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> like, so I, it just kind of took off like where I was making bookcases and then it became kind of like this this weird thing of anything coffin related. I'm 3D printing switch covers now, like light switch covers Dang. and things like that. <laughs> like, and of course, Ava, you know this. You don't you don't go into like, oh, I'm just gonna be shooting. You don't see 10 years down the road that you're gonna be owning a firearm shop, that you're gonna be instructing, that you're gonna it just kind of people like us that live this alpha lifestyle, once again, to use the tag phrase, they're like, we just kind of evolve into like that's who we are. Yeah. Like we take everything to level eleven. Oh, I know. Why not? <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's if you're not going all in, I mean, are you even a fan? You know, are you do you there was like, a um, yeah, yeah, right. This is the question I get, right? Like it's like people will be like, well, do you sell a lot of these? I sold and made 27 full-size coffins during Christmas time. Dang. Answer that question. How do you even have time I, for that? I just drove to Chicago and back for a brand new grand opening of a store there to outfit their whole store with my products. So they're like, the horror community is like a billion dollar industry. Like it's insane. And their fans are rabid. And here's the most important thing. It's like politic proof. Like the left and the right both love it. So, yeah. so when, you know, the past two years have been kind of tough in our industry, I always say it's kind of like, I don't, even right now, it's kind of almost recession proof. Yeah. I, 
just last night, I like pulled up my like QuickBooks and I was like, oh my God, I sold two coffins just yesterday between three and five o'clock. Like, wow. like what's going on in the world that people, because to me, like I admit, like I think it's a little silly that, that it, like I'm buying beans and ammo and like I'm spending more time at the range <laughs> training and that costs money. Yeah. It seems kind of silly that you would drop like, you know, a thousand bucks on some coffin stuff right now at this time in the world. I know, especially <laughs> when, I mean, a lot of people are predicting that there's going to be a recession pretty soon. Well, and I, and I see that already because, you know, you and I are in the firearms kind of world a little bit, right? You more than I. <laughs> and I have friends that know what I do. And they'll message me, hey, man, I'm trying to uh, sell these three guns that I bought. Like, uh, do you you know anybody or would you be interested? (laughs) So I think that's the start of this recession thing kind of starting to happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, We'll see. Okay. So any future plans that you can share with us? Uh, For skill set or in general? Because I I really need to shave my arms. They're getting kind of hairy. Okay. Like, I mean, is that you, TMI? No, I mean, you're in Arizona. That makes sense. It's sweaty this time of year. I hate, <laughs> I hate like how people walk around with like arm sweaters and leg sweaters and all this. Like, like if you're a hairy dude, like own it. That's cool. I know some guys, like a lot of my MMA guys, they're all like, they're rolling, they're doing their jits. They're fine. They're polar bears, right? But me, I'm kind of almost like, oh, I like to be out there shooting. You're trying to get those good photos. I got the tats, right? Yeah. I, don't, I paid a lot of money for these tats. I don't, yeah. want, I don't want all that arm fur to be messing it up. Yeah. So. Not to mention, I mean, if people concentrate on your arms, it might take away from your face. Also, it makes my little skinny arms look more defined in photos. <laughs> you know, you get a little bit more definition. Hey, you know what? I just recently <laughs> on Amazon Prime Day, I just bought a laser hair removal. Oh, yeah. So I've always save on that shipping. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) But I I've always gone to a place to get it done. But I'm like, I don't have time. I just and I've heard some people use it. And they were like, Yeah, it actually works pretty well. And so I just bought the one that had the most reviews. And I mean, it was a few hundred dollars. But like you pretty much that's how much a session would cost. Uh, Okay, okay, hold on. I gotta stop you a little bit. Did you do your homework on concerns? Like, I mean, like you're not going to get like cancer or radiation. Oh, or I don't know. Kind of- Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? I mean, at least I'll have, you know, there's, it's going to be like a, a hair free zone. So no big deal. I feel like, I feel like, like right now, like with laser at home hair removal, we're kind of like at the beginning of like 3d printing, like, like remember 3d printing 10 years ago in your house and some dude would bring you like a little magnet or something you could put on your refrigerator. Yeah. And be like, I 3d printed this and it only cost me $60. Right. <laughs> But now you can 3D print stuff that the government doesn't want you to have. They've really evolved. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think maybe you should wait a little bit, Ava. That's what I'm saying. I care about you. And I think maybe you should wait for like five years to get it at home laser hair rule. Uh, I don't want know, you growing a third eye or something. Whatever. Well, this just goes to show if it works, see if I share it with you then. Oh. So okay, while hold up, hold up. We're no, having, we're having hair removal parties now. All right. <laughs> I mean, you're going to be still shaving your arms like old school, you know, and I'll be like, oh, that's a thing of the past. That's a thing of the past. Get yeah. With the times. Yeah. But but in all seriousness, the future of skill set is pretty much like I'm just going to keep on truck and do what we're doing. We're going to see some I'm going to bring some things back from year one that you haven't seen in a while. Right. That's going to be coming back to the print side of the magazine. You're going to see a lot more. I won't say like I get the number two question I get all the time is, are you guys still around? Which means I'm not, doing a great, <laughs> I'm not really doing a great job. Oh, shit. <laughs> You're like, oh, if I get somebody asked me that question one more time. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
but you know, like we're all at the mercy of cancel culture and yeah. this algorithm of social media. Like, and, and then to take it a step further, even Google, people forget that just because you have a website, you're like, well, you have a website, just get everyone to go there. Uh, hello, who controls people getting to your website? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that being said, that's kind of the future of skill set is you're going to see me bring some things back. We're going to do some year one things that we kind of went away in print. And then on the on the website kind of things, I think the podcast getting to that number two question I get. I think it'll evolve more into 15 and 30 minute interviews like I've started to do on the website. I think you can't argue with video. It sucks. You have to do your hair. You got to you got to break out the laser hair removal, make sure your mustache looks good, you know, but, <laughs> but there's no, there's no doubt that SEO kind of favors video when it comes to websites. It's the reason that even firearms still get play on YouTube, regardless of the monetization factor. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So anywho, that's it. That's the future. The, the future is bright. Stay tuned. Ballistic skill set. <laughs> and then if people want to follow you on social media or find you on the internet, where can they find you? Okay, don't follow uh, Skill Set Ben. That's my personal one. And you're not going to see anything you're like, people go there and they're like so disappointed. They think they're going to see guns and overland trailers. And no, it's just my crusty, rusty cars that I won't throw away <laughs> and lots of memes that get me shadow banned all the time. So follow at Skill Set Mag, right? It's at Skill Set Mag on all the social media stuff, except TikTok because fuck China. Yeah. Is that all right? Can I say that? No, Sorry, dude, that's, that's legit. <laughs> Like there's no point in being there. And, and and I don't really, I don't really partake. We have a Twitter, but you're not going to see me on there since I've been doing this this year. I just stopped. Yeah. There's no need to fan the flames. All right. We need to be, we need to forget the left. We need to forget the right. We need to unite as America and claim being Americans and be proud of it. And don't be the one throwing fuel on everything. I hate the people that come into my posts and be like, Oh, Chicago. Yeah. That's, Wow, what a horrible city. No, 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 no. There's 50 wonderful states and a lot of great cities in this nation. I'm American. If you have a problem with that city, first off, check your mirror. Make sure you know where you're from before you comment. Okay, because you have no right to throw shade on somebody else if you're in Cali. Number two, fix your state. It starts at the local level. Get involved with government. Learn your gun laws. Learn your politicians. You can make a difference. I hate, I loathe people that say, well, what can we do? There's nothing we can do. Hey, the same reason that made Amazon a household name is the same reason that can put them out of business. You, the people, and we need to understand and exercise our right to take that power and control back. End of rant, over. <laughs> well, I feel inspired now. <laughs> I hate it. We're Americans. Let's all get on the same page and act like it. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong, though, because I think more than ever, we're definitely divided and it, it's sad to see. So It's very sad. I hate it. It breaks my heart. Like, you shouldn't be fleeing California. It's a beautiful state. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it actually is a very beautiful state. It's so pretty. I would fight for that. We're fighting for, for sand here in the desert, all right, yeah. Arizona. Okay, what is wrong with you people? Fight harder. <laughs> totally. All right, moving forward, Caldwell. Now that summer's here, it's time to add some steel to your range. So Caldwell has some of the most affordable steel targets to choose from. Their Air 500 targets come in a bunch of sizes, like 5-inch plates as low as $19.99, 8-inch ones for $37.99. They have the small IPSC targets for $43.99, all the way up to the large full-size IPSC targets for $209.99. 
All of them are rated for up to 3,000 feet per second impact velocity and 3,500 foot-pound of energy. They could definitely take some punishment. Check these out, caldwellshooting.com. Don't forget to use the code GUNFUNNY10. It's all one word. That's going to get you 10% off. And again, caldwellshooting.com. Politics. What is going on in the world today? It's political AF. Speaking of cancel culture, so today in politics, UPS secretly changes the rules. So back on July 1st, UPS announced that they were terminating the accounts of a number of gun dealers that, quote, may be violating, unquote, laws concerning homemade firearm parts. In their letter canceling the contracts, they said, we write to inform you that the UPS has learned that your company may be violating applicable laws concerning the shipment of ghost guns to unauthorized locations. In light of our concerns, UPS has determined that it will cancel your account effective immediately. The move was completely outrageous because of all the companies in question frequently met with ATF and they've been told that they're in complete compliance with the law and they don't ship to the states that have banned the 80% receivers. This move followed a letter from five Democratic senators claiming UPS's lax shipping security measures are contributing to the epidemic of gun violence in this country by allowing criminals to use stolen firearms to commit crimes. UPS also threatened to seize and destroy any unfinished firearm parts they found in currently shipping packages. Ghost firearms in Florida, for example, just shipped 30,000 worth of parts and they may be destroyed. The owner just recently had a visit from ATF and they told him that he was in complete compliance with the law. What UPS is doing amounts to theft, destruction of property, and breach of contract in changing the rules for shipping after the fact. So after all this came out, UPS quietly updated their rules for shipping firearms on their website, requiring that any frame or receiver have a serial number as required by federal rule that actually has not taken effect yet. Either way, UPS needs to be held liable for the property that they're seizing and changing the rules after the fact, which is ridiculous. I'm not about like cancel culture, but I definitely will not be supporting UPS. Hmm. I, um, see, here's the thing where like, I love what you said at the end of it. I'm not a fan of cancel culture. That's the difference between me and you. Cause I have been like stockpiling a list of businesses since all this started. If you're anti-American and that's what this is, yeah. screw you go down in flames. I, I'm not like, I'm all about eye for an eye. I'm not above that or I'm not below that or however you want to say, like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I think, I think this is the thing that we have, the problem we have with the, um, the attack that they're trying to do on Americans right now. I think they expect a lot of people with, and I'll just say like conservative beliefs to take the high road and just turn the other cheek. No, that's why we're losing the country. It's time to put these businesses out of business. We're sick of it. We've had enough. We don't like your policies. Go, go. You're not too big to feel. Like, I hate that too big to fail mentality. Like, if you want to bomb this country and drag it down to the depths of like some third world, I'm not, I'm not on board with that. Mm -hmm. Like, this is total overreach on UPS's part and screw the government for like (laughs) getting involved. Mm -hmm. Bureaucrats are destroying this country. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, just as you said before, I mean, Amazon is now a household name because we made it a household name so we could easily take away that household name. 
I mean, same thing with UPS. UPS built itself because, you know, people, a lot of people use their services, but just as quickly as we built it up, we can take it away. And I'll, I'll, I'll not get too preachy on this because I know, like, I get this all the time on my social media. I get this from Skillset Mag all the time. Well, what can we do? This is another reason that it's so like, oh, I'm so glad I don't have a podcast to have to deal with this every week. Well, what can we do? And what can we this? And what can people? It's really easy. We can do what our grandfathers and great grandfathers had the balls to do back when there was something they didn't like. They started their own business because in the past, well, you can't ship guns FedEx and you now we can't do this UPS thing. And now, well, what can we do? I mean, we don't have any options. Oh yeah, no, you do have an option. It's called like starting your own business. It's called circumventing the man and the machine. Well, it's really hard and they'll put us down. Do you think that it was an easy journey to spend three months on a boat to get to America in the first place? And now you're just like poofing it all away because it's a little tough now mm-hmm. because they're going, no, we have, yes, it's going to be uncomfortable. Yes, it's going to be, it's going to be hard. Yes, it, there's going to be things about it. They're going to seem, you know, we saw all this, what, uh, maybe about two years ago, we started seeing firearms manufacturers, gun shops, all of a sudden their accounts were getting frozen, yeah. right? We, we had banking institutions, financial institutes didn't want to do business. With. And, and look, we've, we've managed to persevere. They found ways to continue doing business. And that's what we need to do. We, we recently had a Russian, uh, a, a ban on Russian ammo. Give it time. That's going to work itself out too. You mean to tell me there's not a billionaire that doesn't like money that's going to figure out how to make seven, six, two by three, nine? Yeah. Someone's going to figure it out, folks. Trust me. Because the dollar will always outweigh the law. Mm-hmm. And if we can get the laws back on the side of what people want, these even these bureaucrats will fall back in line because they're all controlled by money. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's just, it's just a hard road. I admit it's a hard road. But the, do you think the guy that realized Burger King sucked didn't go and start open Five Guys? Like he probably ate at Burger King was like, this place sucks. I could do better. Yeah. And he went and ate Five Guys, right? Yeah. Like that's what's supposed to happen in America. Like mm-hmm. we're supposed to hold my beer, watch this kind yeah. of attitude. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Definitely. And I think we've got, we've got, we've allowed all these companies to get so big that it feels to the average American, to the average person, like we have no control. Well, what are you going to do? It's UPS. You got to ship. Well, what are you going to do? No. I'll tell you right now, we can solve the gas crisis in one day. You ready? Here it goes. Tomorrow, nobody fill up. That's it. Nobody fill up tomorrow and watch these billionaires freak out. Do you know what one day of not buying gas would do to the economy around the world? I think we'd get their attention. Hmm. I don't know. I think people are just scared because we've been comfortable too long. Yeah. And people just would rather go at the flow than to be that crazy person. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. That cra- I don't want to be that crazy guy like that Ben guy that was on Ava's show 115 episodes ago. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> I don't want people saying that about me. <laughs> no, that makes sense. I get it. I, I, hey, we're, there's a lot of us like that. I was like that for a long time where I'd rather just put my head in the sand and go with the flow. Right. But as we get older and we have things in our lives, family members, kids, jobs, businesses, we've worked really hard to create. These things are like important to us. Mm-hmm. And they're so important to us that I, I refuse to let them go without a fight. Yeah. That's just well, especially especially when the future of America kind of depends on it. And if you have children, I'm sure that this is not the type of world that you want to leave behind for your kids. And and it's it, it's the future of the world that depends on it, really, right? Because yeah. how many how many people still look to the United States as a beacon of hope? Yeah. How many immigrants came here, right, to get their start? 
every one of us, unless you're Native American, comes from somewhere else. So we need to start acting like it, right? Mm -hmm. We need to all be grateful that we have this opportunity. Uh, some of us, the, the ones that are born here, need to really pull our heads out the butts and mm -hmm. stop being so entitled. Oh my gosh, <laughs> don't even get me started on that. Because there's there's people in other countries that would gladly change places with you and I, right? Totally. Yep. Uh, I mean, like, this is just crazy to me that people can't understand. I think his it's so hard for people to look outside of their fishbowl and understand what's going on in other parts of the world. Have you watched what's going on in the Netherlands or seen what's going on in Australia or the things that happen in Canada? And, and all we ever hear in Ava, I'm sure you hear this a lot, is, well, that'll never happen here. I got news for you. It's happening yeah, right now. Absolutely. When Ava tells this story about UPS, that's the start of it. It's happening right now. Mm -hmm. Like, it's 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 crazy. Like, it's go. I've been to the dollar store. Right. And there's things that aren't on the shelf at the dollar store. Dude, there's wait, empty can, shelves at the dollar store. Can we talk about the dollar store for a second? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. It's not a dollar, so, first off. dude, I know. I know. So I just went there yesterday because I'm going to get some birthday decorations and like it's super cheap at the dollar store and they actually have cute stuff. And I don't know when this changed, but it is not a dollar anymore. It's a dollar 25. Yeah. Yeah. When did, and, and when did have, this change? And are they going to change the you have to like You have to look at the tag too, because some stuff will be like $249 or No, you're going, or, you're going to like the higher end dollar store. No, no, no. 99 cents only is not 99 cents only. Yeah, no, it's not. But you're thinking- It's so, crazy. Yeah, but there's no, like- I'm thinking of like, the 99 cent only store. Okay, but you're- Well, yeah, I guess. Because there's like different yeah. dollar stores. There's like I saw one, the craziest thing. I saw the craziest thing, Ava, in Chicago, right? There was a Dollar Tree and like a Greenbacks in the same complex, like, touch, <laughs> like touching each other. Okay. And then across the street, there is a family dollar. And at that time, I knew it was time to pack my bags and go home. Right. Because that's not a safe city. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> I know. That's, that's really funny. My friend said that. They're like, when there is a, man, what is the really cheap phone company? Like, like T-Mobile? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Come on. T-Mobile's cheap. I don't okay. care who you are. All right, cool. Now I feel really poor because um, my house if is- you have, if, you're, if your cell phone, if someone asks you who your cell phone provider is and you say Walmart, come on. Come on. But Walmart, <laughs> no, T-Mobile and Sprint are together. I don't know where Walmart comes into the- No, no. I just mean like Walmart has oh, their okay. own as well. Okay. Like, so I didn't on. know that. Yeah. All right. Well, well I, have, like, I have wait, T-Mobile. Boost, boost Mobile? Is yeah. that the one you're thinking of? Yeah. Okay, no, so Boost. No, it's boost Metro. Is. Metro PC something. Yeah, but they're like another. See, okay, this is the illusion of choice. Once again, you think you're voting for Republican or Democrat. You're not. You're voting for bureaucrat. And this is the same thing they do with cell phone carriers and food choices at the grocery store. You think you're voting for like Boost Mobile? No, nah, it's just like T-Mobile behind the scenes with a different name. <laughs> you're it's probably true. right. Yeah. <laughs> You ever go to a grocery store on the high out of town? I know you do because you shop where I shop. And like, we like good stuff because we've worked hard, damn it. That's all I'm saying. Work yeah. hard. Like, don't, don't give me that better nice crap. Get off your ass, work hard. But that same high-end grocery store that Ava and I shop at, right? They own the low-end store on the bad side of they town do. too. They totally do. Well, and think most about- people don't realize that. Yeah, well, think about when they do food recalls and they're like, yeah, and this food can be found at Whole Foods, Correct. Walmart. And I'm like, uh, see? It's so, the illusion yeah. of choice. Yeah. I think you have one. I like, I like, I, like, I want to get back to your dollar thing too, because this is a pet peeve of mine. Okay, 
I'm older than you by a lot. You are like young oh, and beautiful. Oh, stop. You're so you sweet. Still, OMG, keep you telling still me have more. Your whole life ahead of you, right? <laughs> when I was younger, like we used to have to go on Friday nights to this thing called the video store and rent movies, right? That were like what? overpriced. And you would have late charges and you'd have to show your membership. And it wasn't <laughs> yours. Like you stole it from your mom or something, right? <laughs> but then this thing called Redbox came in or Netflix came in, right? And they're like, oh, for only a dollar, you can get today's greatest blockbusters. Hey, why does every business model, including the dollar store, do this? Why do you run all the other mom and pops out of town, right? With yeah. these low prices. And then eventually, five years later, you're just as expensive as the mom and pop. Yeah, ran out of business. that's how but it always usually works. I'll tell you why. Because everything in there comes from China, damn it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> those party balloons that we all go buy, China. It's true. It's true. We're going to get back onto this topic here in a second. But before we do, I want to talk about Franklin Armory real quick. Have you ever shot binary? Uh, Wait a minute. I have binary triggers. I know the name, right? Yeah. This is like where it shoots really fast. And yeah. you're like, whoa, what was that? Yeah. You like pressing, you're like, blah, 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 and you're like, what? I've done that on on long range guns and it's a trip like like you know sniper rifle precision rifle stuff really and i'm like why would you want a binary trigger on something that's yeah supposed to- that's supposed to be like super you know precise yeah i get it yeah huh, that's interesting so yeah i mean i think it's so much fun they have them for all kinds of i mean they have them for ars mp5s uh 22s mm. i mean even like the ars you can put it on, you know, platforms and calibers, including 5.56, 308, 9mm, like I said, Rimfire, a bunch of others. But I would highly recommend checking it out. It's so much fun. I still have one for my AK and I need to put it on my gun. It's Whoa. just, yeah, that's right. Shit just got real. Yeah, no, now you have my attention. I was like, uh, but then you said AK, yeah. trigger. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Dude, what are you eating? I'm sorry. It was a cough drop because my throat is killing me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I want some food. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hungry. I apologize. I was trying to be quiet, but your AK thing just got me in the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyways, guys, definitely check it out. FranklinArmory.com. Don't forget to use the code AVA. That's A-B-A. You're going to get 10% off your entire order. Okay. So Writing today's- Writing it down right now. Writing it down right now. Yeah. No joke. Ava, don't forget it. A-V-A spelled- Got it. Spelt the same way, forwards and backwards. You're so lucky. I know. I know. Q&A. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Just kidding. Visit gunfunny.com forward slash contact to submit yours. Okay. So today's Q&A, I'm actually changing it up a little bit because you mentioned in the show notes- you wanted to talk about uneducated panic buyers, secondary market, people who bought high and now due to poor economy are trying to dump them. And I was like, oh, man, that sounds like me. So <laughs> I know I don't want to talk about it. So I'm actually currently trying to sell my house and my house is super nice, like freaking amazing. But it's not in such a great neighborhood like the there's no HOA. The people across the street, they look like Section 8 housing. And they're just killing my chances of trying to sell this house. And it's so freaking annoying. Mm. Oh, don't get me started on that. But anyway, so as you know, I'm having a new house built. And now that the market is shifting, I'm like, okay, I just paid, excuse my language, up the ass for this house. Yes. And what, like, okay, let's say in a few years, if I want to sell it, is somebody really going to be like paying a million dollars 
for this house, which is roughly, I didn't, I didn't buy it for a million dollars, but pretty, you know, I mean, I would hope to make like a hundred thousand or more on this house. And you just look at this house and you're like, it has very little property. All these houses are stacked on top of each other. I'm like, what did I just do? (laughs) (laughs) Do I? And, and then of course now there's like supply issues. So the house is supposed to be done end of August. Now it's saying they're saying September 20th. I'm sure that's going to change because we're still waiting on two windows that haven't come yet. So that's going to stop, you know, at some point right now they're like, they have it boarded up and they're doing the walls and stuff like that. But at that point, we can only get so far before it's like, all right, where the hell are those two windows? And I'm just like, all right, do I just back out now? And I looked at the exit clause and essentially I would lose all the money that I put down, which is about 60,000. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like, I'm one of those suckers that bought high. Now that the market's shifting, I'm like, what, what did I do? And on top of that, I can't even sell this freaking house because, and if I, <laughs> if I sold this house, like literally if I put this house on the market, even six months ago, it would have sold within the week. But right. now people are being much pickier. There's a lot more on the market. I keep reading yes. articles about, you know, how the housing market is starting to come down. On average, prices are going to come down, depending on what state, but about 5%, which 5% is quite a bit. It's it's a good bit. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm just like, what do I do? What do I do? Yeah, and, and what I'm hearing here, because I have I know a few people in the real estate business in Arizona, like... um it's more leveling out to where before all the advantage was like to the seller, right? Like, yeah, hey, man, you go pay me what don't. And now it's kind of leveling out because the buyers, because of what you said, everything is kind of getting on even ground where the supply of houses is getting here and there's less buyers because some people haven't been able to keep those jobs or they spent too much on buying six foot. Like, well, and, and interest rates too cases. have like gone up. Yeah, this is a good table to run for yourself. Like a lot of people that are looking to be new home buyers overlook what the Fed just did with the interest rate. Once mm-hmm. again, bureaucrats are ruining everything. Yeah. Go and do your mortgage calculator at a 30-year fix because that's typically what most people do on a conventional FHA loan, right? Do it at, say, 3.5%. Do it at the new Fed rate and watch what that adds up to over 30 yeah. years. <laughs> it's it's actually pretty significant. It's a staggering amount. It's a, And that's causing a lot of people to kind of pump the brakes and back off that new home purchase. Mm-hmm. Not only that, not only that, maybe they still want the house, but now you have lenders that can't get these people qualified for this house because on paper, they only make, what's the national average? 80,000 a year. That sounds like a lot for a household, right? Uh, have you seen what the average cost of a new car is? I know. Yeah. 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 Trust me. That's not a lot. When you have two people bringing food to the table and you're about the price of a new uh, Grand Wagoneer without the options, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. not good. That's not good when an F-150 is the same as the average person's household. Yeah. <laughs> that it's is just, not It's good. so crazy. And then I also keep reading all these articles, how we're due for a recession and which I've been saying this now for a while. And I've told all my friends, I'm like, Hey, don't like calm your spending down. I'm one to talk. I just bought this huge ass house, but I'm like, don't, you know, be conservative because I do think that we're in for a rude awakening. And I'm actually surprised that it hasn't happened sooner because there's just too many variables right now. I mean, there have been, right? I mean, even with COVID, you know, everything was shut down, supply issues, inflation. Yeah. When you have an administration that's constantly working hand in hand, and I won't say working, let's just say you're not a conspiracy theorist. Okay. Let's just say your eyes have been torn out of your head for two years. The media and the government is constantly keeping you in fear, right? Oh, the next pandemic's coming. Oh, uh, price of timber's going up. Oh, we can't get computer chips. Hey, 
There's good news too. How about we report some good news so people aren't panicking? Yeah. They actually show up to work. They're not having mental health issues. They're not on 15 medications. They're able to sleep at night instead of keeping everyone scared all the time. Maybe, just maybe they'll go to that second job or they'll take a chance on starting up a second business of their own out of their garage to help inflate the economy and get us rolling again. That yeah. would be great yeah. if, our, if our media and our bureaucrats could get on the same page to put a little faith in humanity in America again, to get us rolling instead of fear, fear, fear. Although, fear. I don't know. I will say I do think that some people are a little too relaxed about everything. And well, that's you know why... what the problem is? We have generations now that have grown up. We're owning it. We're have, carrying a balance on your credit card as normal. Yeah, that's true. It, how, this is why the recession is going to hurt so many so bad. I know people that make I know people that make some good money. I know some people that carry some high Amex like bills yeah. like monthly. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I'm not one of those people. Ava, I know you're not one of those people. And a lot of our parents and definitely our school systems didn't teach us to be financially responsible people, right? I mean, my mom and, did, but yeah, it was rare. It's 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 rare. We're yeah. the rare ones, if so. If you have my dad told my wife once that the biggest mistake he ever made was not teaching me financial responsibility, right? And if you're one of those people that doesn't learn it on your own from like previous mistakes, I'm not a smart guy. I had to learn the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to see a lot of people here real soon that aren't going to be able to pay those credit card bills that aren't going to be able to, to pay that car bill, you know? And, and unfortunately it's a lot of these same people that have a lot of student loans who, right. Who now are finding themselves in a, in a place without work. Mm -hmm. Right. Or, and this recession is going to hit a lot of people hard and they're not the kind that are usually in line with prepping and, and storing, like, you know, stocking up, you know, yeah. so they're not going to have food in their cupboards, which is only going to be a bigger hit back on our system. When all these people start applying for food stamps and financial aid, yeah, government aid, like it's not going to, that's us, by the way, everyone listening, that's us. Who's going to continue to bear the burden of other people making bad financial decisions. So why am I being so hard on the people that, cause they're going to overload our system and we're going to end up taking care of them. And that's, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's just not good for anyone. You know, everyone right now who's tuning in, they're like, when did this turn into a financial podcast? <laughs> but these are some things that, you know, I think sometimes need to be discussed and it's nice to change things up a little bit, but you know, I just, I also want to make sure that my listeners well, are prepared you know, and then also maybe calm down some of my fears because I'm like, okay, cool. Now I have two houses. I need to unload one. I overpaid well, for the other. <laughs> and, and you know, like, and I, and I don't mean to be like Mr. Negative, Mr. Negative. A lot of people will hear that and see that sometimes, but what I am is a realist. And I understand that I have less range days. I have less training days and less opportunity to do the things that I love to prepare myself and others when I have to spend more on a can of green beans or mm -hmm. when I have to spend more on gas. Mm -hmm. or when I, so in very much like that context, this has a lot to do with the show because you're taking bullets out of my gun and she likes to eat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> totally. All right. Changing things up a little bit. So IWI. If you guys are looking for a new EDC, definitely check out the Masada Slim they haven't made it everywhere yet. Obviously, they're still in the process of clearing customs and they're, you know, getting new ones into the U.S. each day. But if you are looking to upgrade your EDC or looking for an EDC pistol, I would definitely recommend wait until the Masada Slim comes out. 
It's a great gun. It's very similar to the size of the P365 or the 365 XL. It has a 3.6 inch barrel. Like the other Masadas, it's optic ready out of the box. It's compatible with the shield optic footprint so that you can put like the Halson 507K, Romeo Zero, and a lot of other similar slim micro dots. Sights are the same as the normal Masada so that you could change them. It comes with a flat trigger that's crisp, clean, nice reset. Comes with two 13-round mags or 10 rounds if you live in the restricted states. Best of all, MSRP is only $450, which means that you're probably looking about $400 for this gun, which is at least $200 less than all of the other guns that are its competition out there. If you want to find out more about this gun, check it out at IWI.us. Don't forget, if you're in the web store under the accessories category and you find anything you like, don't forget to use the code GUNFUNNY15. That gets you 15% off. Tactic Talk. Discussing popular guns and gear. Love it? Hate it? Find out now. Today in Tacti Talk, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but Sammy, S-A-A-M-I, accepts 30 Super Carry. Federal Premium, they released the new 30 Super Carry at the beginning of the year. It's definitely a caliber I've been really excited about. I think it's definitely going to take over as soon as, you know, it becomes a little bit more well-stocked in stores. It shoots great in the guns that I've shot, which is the Easy and the Shield Plus. I also just shot it in the Nighthawk Custom over the weekend. This week, the Sporting Arms Ammunition Manufacturer Institute, SAMI, or that's what we're just going to call it, formally added 30 Super Carry cartridge to its list of new cartridge and chamber drawings. So this is a big step because once recognized by SAMI, other manufacturers are more likely to start producing guns in the caliber since the formal dimensions are established and recognized by independent body. The spec includes 100 grain bullet traveling at 1,250 feet per second and a 115 grain bullet traveling at 1,100 feet per second and a maximum average pressure of 52,000 PSI. When asked what was so special about the round, Chris Locke from Federal said, we wanted to start with a clean slate and design a carry cartridge as we would design it today, knowing what we know today about modern ammunition manufacturing. What we wanted to do was find something that would potentially allow for guns to be smaller, to have a little less recoil force, but to have terminal performance that was as close as possible to 9mm as we could get to it. And I think that they've definitely found that in the 30 Super Carry at first, only Federal was shipping ammo, but now Spear, American Eagle, CCI, and Remington are all producing 30 Super Carry, and I know more guns are in development as well, so I'm definitely excited for this. Manicore Arms. If you've got a Steyr AUG, Manicore Arms has some great upgrades to give it quite a few modern features. The augmented magazine lever is 30% longer, 40% wider than the factory release, which makes it faster and easier to use, especially in a stressful situation. And the new cantilever forend combines a full-length top rail, side rails, M-lock forend to give you maximum flexibility to add modern accessories and optics. The forend has M-lock slots in seven sides so that you can still adjust the gas system through the forend. And then, of course, the switchback charging handle is an absolute must. You can check all these accessories out at manicorearms.com. Don't forget to use the code AVAROCKS15, all one word, for 15% off your entire order. Stupid. Funny. Cool. Interesting. Awesome. 
as f- never mind af today's af segment this is kind of weird have you ever heard of green crabs green crabs yeah no Oh, no, I hope I never get them. Right? <laughs> apparently, sorry, it was too easy. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> apparently, they're an invasive pest that's plagued North America's coast for more than 200 years. The crabs, they hitched a ride on ships from Europe in the 1800s and have been a problem ever since. Green crabs, I guess they eat a ton of shellfish and destroy fish habitats as well. So, just one green crab can eat 40 mussels a day with bazillions of them. The clams obviously don't stand a chance. They're so abundant that a New Hampshire distillery decided to help curve the population by turning them into whiskey. Will Robertson from Tamsworth Distilling had the idea and says the crabs are cleansed and cooked just like any that you would order at a restaurant. Then they make a crab stock and distill it in a vacuum still to preserve the flavor and aroma. Then they mix in some mustard seed, coriander, and cinnamon and combined with a bourbon base. It's definitely one of those drinks that I don't think a lot of people would think twice about drinking. But I guess he said, you know, Robinson said, for those who try it, most will change their tune. Each bottle Mm. takes about a pound of green crabs to make, which in the scheme of things won't make much of a dent in the crab population. But they're hoping to spread awareness and others might find creative solutions. I don't know. It's hard to say without trying it, but I would just imagine that the smell of crab added with whiskey just sounds a little weird, I guess, to say the least. Yeah, that definitely sounds strange. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, maybe it tastes great. Yeah, it could. I mean, that's how some of those things go that you don't think you'd like, right? And then you have it and you're just like, oh, that's pretty good. Or you're like, I'm talking about drinks. I'm talking about drinks. Talking about drinks. drinks. (laughs) (laughs) Don't want anyone to soundbite that into something else. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. So, yeah, if you're in New Hampshire, I would say maybe stop by, give it a try, and maybe it'll become a thing. But it's also weird that I'm like, green crabs, I wonder what these things look like. I'm going to Google that and see. Yeah, I mean, like I've heard of blue crabs, right? Yeah. Like, we've all heard of that, but like I've never heard green crabs. Yeah, before. and it's weird too because, I mean, considering how invasive they are, I'm surprised that we haven't heard much more about it. Are you really though? That's kind of like the news is like MO yeah, these days. that's true. I mean, like the whole West Coast is running out of water and you don't hear anything about it. That's true. So, that is true, know. yeah. Well, know. even in Colorado, with everyone moving here and all the new houses being developed, I heard that we actually don't pretty soon we're not even gonna have enough water to supply all these new homes. Yeah, let me ask you this question. How is your area doing versus homes versus I'll use the phrase condominiums or apartment buildings going up? Um, so far I haven't really seen much of an effect. There's definitely a lot, but with all the well, actually, I don't know. That's hard to say because when I was looking at houses, like I could buy this little like townhouse for it was, yeah. starting prices like five hundred thousand, or an entire yeah. house for starting prices like seven hundred thousand. You weren't really saving that much. And then, as far as like let's say apartments go, I mean, the cost of an apartment, you're if you're astronomical, paying, right? Yeah, yeah, you're paying at least two thousand a month, and that's like yeah. not even a great apartment. No, no, no. Like the reason I ask is because it, you know, I don't, I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole for those listening. We'll do that on another show. Like not Ava's. I don't want to ruin it anymore. <laughs> but as I travel coast to coast, I kind of go all over and I do a lot of driving versus like, you know, airplanes. Right. And it's, it's amazes me like all the big cities, like 
just these huge apartment complexes that go up in the guise of retail, meaning they'll have a little bit of retail shops underneath. That's kind of the look, right? And then they have just like 500 to a thousand units worth of apartments. And they've kind of convinced these new generations that like, Hey, look, it's great. You don't have a yard to take care of. Hey, look, it's great. You know, like there's, and I just can't believe that people fell for this. They got gaslit into this, like, like you said, uh, paying this amount, that's only a little bit less versus having a wonderful house. That's yours that you, you know, can do anything you want in. Yeah. I don't it blows think... my mind that people are so on board with it. Yeah, it, I mean, it does and it doesn't because I think that newer generations don't want a lot of responsibility. They don't want to take care of a yard. So sad. They, so sad. Yeah, I mean, I even heard from a few realtors that younger generations don't even want to buy a house because they just don't want anything to be, you know, like anchored down to, which yeah, is weird so to me because I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, what do you do with your life? I don't know. It's just it's weird. I don't know. I think the whole thing's weird. And I think it's really sad. Yeah. Kids these and days. I think if you're into certain conspiracy theories, it really fits that you will own nothing agenda. Yeah, totally. Really sad. Really sad. All I right. like stuff. I like lots of stuff. Uh, yeah. You're like, load all my broke down cars in front of my <laughs> driveway. You got to You got to Look, you got to diversify your stuff. You got to have your things in broken down cars. You got to have things in horror stuff. You got to have <laughs> things in like, I have like this strange, if, like, listen, we know the day's going to come when the ATF and like the feds are going to be at my house. It's just a matter of time if you watch the news, <laughs> folks. All right. And boy, are they in for a surprise when they come into this house. That's all I'm saying, because they're going to be like, what is that creepy, scary thing over there? And why does this guy also own firearms? Right. That's weird. <laughs> and they're like, all right, well, have a great day, sir. We're out of here. We're just going to leave. <laughs> I hope that's how it goes. Right. All right, iTunes reviews. So two reviews today, and both of them are from the NRA, which is great. It's nice that I made connections and, you know, sort of made that positive impression, I guess, that you guys would turn to my podcast. So this is nice. Uh, First review, Meg Hunter, titled An Informative Listen, Five Stars, just recently started following the podcast when I learned that it was a real thing. I really like what I've been listening to and have made time to listen to all the archived episodes to catch up on whatever I may have missed. Yeah. That's awesome. You have some cool people as guests that I do enjoy listening to, and I will be downloading and listening to new episodes every Monday before I leave for work. I also want to take the opportunity again to say that it was fun meeting you at the NRA annual meetings 2022 in my new home state of Texas. Very nice. And then second is war underscore dragon 82. A great listen. Five stars started listening to this podcast when I heard about it at NRA 22. I really like what I've been listening to and have made time to listen to all the archive episodes to catch up on whatever I may have missed. You have some cool people as guests that I do enjoy listening to looking forward to Mondays. Now those two reviews sound very similar, don't they? It was almost like a husband and a wife. Like, all right, you get, you know, you do this one, I do this one. <laughs> well, that's pretty awesome if that really happens. You know what I mean? Like I mean, if you it never was a husband and wife, because A, it's hard enough to give a review about something you like nowadays. But B, if you can get the significant other on board, like, right? that's a happy marriage right there. Right? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that is not far from the truth. So I want you to pick a lucky winner out of those two, either the first or the second to win a prize pack. My mom always told me, you always pick the ladies. So go with the lady on this one. I'll take the first one. All right. So we're assuming Meg Hunter is a female, but you never know nowadays. Well, that's true. But I, I'll pick the first one either way because like they said they listened to all the archived episodes, meaning that they heard me once before, meaning they're a fan of me. So 
Okay. I'll pick the first okay. one. Okay, yeah. I mean, meaning that we didn't lose them at episode 116. <laughs> Where they got to mine. That's right. <laughs> so that's a good sign. All right, cool. All right, guys. So if you head on over to gunfunny.com, you can find me on all social media. If you enjoy the show, you want to contribute either once or every month, you should consider becoming a patron. You could do so by just going to gunfunny.com, click on the support the show link, and you get access to our patron-only Facebook group, which is a lot of fun. And then also you get enter to win a $300 gift certificate from Blown Deadline, who does amazing Cerakote jobs. Also wanted to thank the $25 Patreons, Corbin Bonafide, Iraq Veteran, 8888, Sake Holsters, Justin Paulson, Jason Anderson, Sportsman's Guide, Daniel Treadwell, Keith Callamore, Daniel Lee, Nick Theodosian, and Melissa Ridings. And then King of the Patreon is Jon Snow. And Ben, thanks so much for joining me today. And just for everything that you do, it's refreshing to talk to somebody who loves America so much, which isn't that common nowadays. Yeah, and that's really that's really sad that when, you know, like our wonderful nation's flag is seen as a symbol of hate, it really breaks my heart a little bit. So right. there's few of us out there that are banging that drum. We're going to keep banging it loud. I know I'm not alone and, uh, you know, going to write the shit. Yeah. Stay positive. Yeah, totally. Can you just yeah. remind listeners once again, if they want to tune in to skill set, you know, find you guys on the shelves yeah. or on social media, all that good stuff. Where can they find you? Yeah, that's easy enough. It's skillsetmag.com. You can find out everything you need to there. If you want to go listen to the old podcast, you can check that out. If you want to head to like, you know, see some of the videos, it's all on the website. If you want to read new articles, it's all there. If you click on that subscribe button, it'll get you the newsletter and I'll let you know where you can find the magazine in print locally or just get it shipped right to your door. And then as far as social media goes, I pretty much live on Facebook and Instagram over at Skillset Mag. Just one word at Skillset Mag. Awesome. All right, guys, I will talk to you next week. Want to send feedback? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.